0: Welcome to Sessions by Monster Chats. Sessions is a new kind of show for us where we ditch the script and instead dig into the real stories behind the people in our professional lives. How do we all come together in this world of entrepreneurship, sales, and unified communications? One session at a time. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking with Kalia. Uh, the owner of C-Suite Services. Kalia and I are going to be talking about her story and her journey as an entrepreneur. I'm Colin Mitchell, the host of Monster Chats and the founder of Monster Boy. Kalia, how are you doing?
1: Doing well. Thanks, Colin. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's just jump right in. Tell us a little bit about your story, kind of where did you grow up and um, things like that, and then how did you get into being an entrepreneur?
1: Okay, well, it's a little bit of a... Interesting backstory. I'm originally from Ghana, West Africa, and uh, my family and I moved over to Maryland and uh, I decided to pursue a career in the law. So that's what ended up bringing me to California. And um, through pursuing the bar exam and things like that, I decided to work on some of my other skills and start what ended up being C-suite services. So it's pretty much a business that helps other businesses, mostly small businesses, achieve their goals and achieve their benchmarks and optimize their operations and hr uh, processes so um, it's been interesting it's been a a little bit over a year now and uh, the process i would say it was a it was a lot of unexpected things but i wouldn't trade it for anything i'm i'm excited about it
0: yeah absolutely um all right so let's back up for a second so tell us about when you moved here how old were you and uh what was that like
1: it was nothing like the TV shows I was watching to prep myself. Um, I was around ten years old, and uh, we moved from Ghana to Maryland. And uh, yeah, it was it was a very interesting experience, just getting rid of the accent and getting used to the society and all those other things, and just tr- trying to find myself, trying to achieve my goals, and trying to live up to expectations of myself, my family, and everybody else around.
0: Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, what were some of the, what were some of your challenges of ch- kind of just, you know, getting used to the new environment and and, and moving here?
1: Um, I would say, again, the misconceptions on television. You know, you would think that school was one way, but it actually wasn't. Um, I had to really get my accent to fit in with the other kids around. So that was, I think that was my biggest challenge. I think I was quiet for maybe the first two months of school. Um, And then another thing I remember, uh, my math teacher apparently thought that uh, algebra was invented in West Africa. So I didn't get a lot of mercy in that class when I didn't understand. So it was a lot of like language and cultural barriers. Those were the most difficult, but luckily I didn't go through the worst of those.
0: Okay. And then, so how did you, um, how did you end
1: up going into, to, to pursue law? That's just something that's always been part of me. I just, ever since I can remember, I just thought, hey, I want to be a lawyer. And funny enough, I never thought of lawyers as the people that go to court or the people we see on TV because all the lawyers I saw were what I found out were transactional lawyers or business lawyers. So, Mm. you know, people that would come to your house or come to your office were not really trial dogs, more so uh, drafters and negotiators. (laughs)
0: Mm, okay. And then so um do you still and then what happened so when you went into law did you um realize that like you didn't really care for it as much or tell me kind of what happened?
1: Oh, I love it. I still I'm working now for Daily Journal Corporation as a uh rulings briefer. So I still do okay. to dabble with that. I get to translate case law from the Ninth Circuit all the way up to California Supreme Court, sometimes the US Supreme Court when they release it. So um it's great. I think the law, studying the law has given me a lot of tools um that I can use for the rest of my life. And I'm looking forward to getting that California license at some point and then maybe going to travel, we'll see. <laughs> but uh it was a great experience and it was it was not like I imagined at all. Um, but it taught me a lot more than I could have guessed. So it's been wonderful.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of a common thing, right? So like moving here wasn't necessarily I mean that's kind of <laughs> I think a, a, a real common story, people, you know, maybe have a uh, idea of what they, how they think things are going to be, whether it's, you know, moving here or going into a particular field or being an entrepreneur, right? So, um, people think of oh, being an entrepreneur, it's great. You have your own schedule, you, you know, make your, you know, but it, it's hard. It's not easy to start from zero. So, tell me, you know, when did you start your, your business and what have been some of the biggest challenges?
1: Well, I think the biggest challenge was actually, like you said, getting off the ground, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This was about a year ago when I first started thinking about C-Suite and it came about because I was giving a lot of advice to my friends that were starting businesses and my mother is an entrepreneur, my family just has a lot of entrepreneurs in there. So I've been around this type of world, but doing it yourself is a whole different story than seeing other people do it. So um, just through giving advice and just through helping people and seeing their project come to fruition through my help, I figured, okay, I can make something of this. And I talked to a really good friend of mine, Tom Cruise, and he's an advisor himself. And he said, if you can't put this on paper, you don't have an idea. <laughs> so that mm. launched me into what I thought was going to be a couple weeks of drafting a business plan. It turned out to be months of just reworking it and meeting with him and trying to refine my ideas and who my customers would be and what it would look like and just my budget and my projection so it, there were a lot of things that in theory I knew oh this is what you do as a business owner but then when it came down to it it was months of hard work and you do your day job and then you come home and it's on you to do this and it's on you to make this happen and um, but at the end of the day I mean it's it's been it's been rewarding luckily I've been able to make clients I've been able to Get my website, get my marketing launched, and it's a grueling thing every day. Wednesdays and Thursdays, especially for some reason, always seem to bog me down. But um, yeah, it's a process.
0: So it sounds like it. It sounds like it must have been really nice to have somebody that you can kind of turn to and and get a little bit of direction on on uh, you know what you needed to do to get started, right?
1: Oh yes, that was invaluable, invaluable. And it even got to a point with him where he said, "Okay, it's time for you to to take this off paper and." It's a scary thing when you get to that point and the person who has been very objective with you and very serious with you about your goals is like, okay, time to take off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And then, so then when did you launch the company?
1: Um, well, last August. So we're going into a year now. Um, and I, I count the launch as when I filed. So yeah. not all the brainstorming, not all the meetings, not all right. the, you know, pen to paper stuff. But uh, yeah, so last August and um it it has been I'm, I'm very happy about it because when i was formulating this business i thought about the reach that i wanted i wanted it to be across the coasts and i have connections out of the country and i wanted those to come in and to be roped in and as an individual putting your skills to the market like that that's a very scary thought but i'm very happy to say i'm almost at that one year mark and a lot of those benchmarks have been achieved <laughs>
0: That's incredible in such a short time.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But again, you know, it, it sounds like a short time because you think about it from the moment of formation. But if you really think about the work that goes into it, it starts from way back there, you know, way back when I didn't even realize looking at these business lawyers that the business aspect was engaged in me.
0: Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, some people do it differently, right? Some people just do less planning and just jump right in and say, hey, we'll just figure it out as we go. Um, And it sounds like, you know, doing a lot of planning and a lot of
1: um, work before your launch really has served you well. Yes. And I envy those people that can just jump right in. Oh, I I have some friends like that, and I wish I could. But you have to tailor it to yourself. And for me, I had to plan, I had to make sure I could see it through. I had to have my system in play and it's working out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think everybody's different, right? I think I'm somewhere in between Mm. (laughs) myself. So, um, so what, uh, what are you most excited about in your business right now?
1: I'm excited about expanding it internationally.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: That that's going to be, and I think that's going to spawn other things to come out of it. Um, and so, I'm just really looking forward to that aspect.
0: That's incredible. And when did you um, when did you first have the thought that you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur or start something on your own?
1: Maybe about three years ago. It, was started, there, it yeah, started. Was there
0: was, was there something that triggered that, or what what was kind of the the thought behind that?
1: hitting the wall in the pursuit <laughs> of the law, mm. then you start to think about what else you can do and how else you can utilize your skills without undervaluing yourself and how to move forward. And those things started bubbling. And I, you know, I kept on with the law track and like I said, I'm still involved about briefing rulings and things like that, but I'm happy that I pursued the business.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what advice would you have to any entrepreneur that's, Maybe on the fence, thinking about doing something, not sure, Um, what sort of advice would you give them?
1: To go for it. (laughs) Go for it because I think you would be better off even if your business fails, even if you have to rework it and do something else, you're better off knowing you tried it and Mm -hmm. didn't do it versus sitting there and saying, oh, what if, or I wonder, I could have, so just go for it is what I would say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, before I let you go, just tell people where they can find you online, where they can learn more about your business.
1: Um, So my website's llcsuite.com and I'm on LinkedIn. And so you can find me on there. I'm typically posting and I'm really active and I do like to garner my network. So.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, and we're listening for your feedback. The show is all about you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sessions by Monster Chats, presented to you by Monster VoIP. Monster VoIP started, frankly, because we were sick and tired of getting gouged on our business phone bill and getting dropped calls all of the time. Today, Monster VoIP serves over 6,000 customers and is passionate about saving businesses money and giving them the features that they need in a modern tech stack for today's companies. Text trial... 424-378-6966 to get your free trial of Monster Boy.